Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe's here somewhere. He's not paying attention. Hello. I thought you were. Hello. There you are. Hello, 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 hello. Testing. One, two, three, four. You got them headphones turned up to mega decibel volume. I do. I can now hear you at ear splitting levels. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with your hearing? What? Seriously. Huh? Did you blow it from listening to headphones too uh, loud as a child? Can you speak please? I can't hear a word you're saying. No, <laughs> my hearing is perfect. Oh, <laughs> yeah. People on the other side of Blue Hill say, I can hear Joe's headphones. Actually, it's. Uh, I think there's something wrong with the amp. It's crackling in my head, and these are brand new headphones, so... Something is amiss. Oh, yeah, there's no argument about that. Thank you for laying the groundwork for the investigation. All right, welcome on board, everybody. There should be one, too, I'll tell you. On the Mark is uh, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Find out lots more about them at uh, sunburymotors.com. You sounded like Foster Brooks there for a minute. (laughs) Hummel's Wharf. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Hemming and Hawn, did you hear Ron DeSantis' news conference yesterday? No, I didn't. He's an uh man. Uh, well, we're going to evacuate people because they are in harm's way, and so uh, <laughs> I never knew that. Most of the time he speaks, he's pretty direct, but uh, yeah, he was fumbling yesterday. But anyway, okay, moving on. Uh, you can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials. You can build a Ford car or truck to your sp- precise specifications. <laughs> And uh, you can also still sign up for the works, a fuel saver package. They sell brand new Ford, Hyundais, and Kias. They're a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. And they sell all sizes of and types of previous owned vehicles as long as they're in perfect condition. They are a master towing service with decades of uh, damage-free experience. They're also looking for something from you. They're looking for experienced technicians, entry-level technicians looking for their first job or someone who's looking for a career change, they would love to hear from you. Stop by in person or apply at sunburymotors.com or call Todd at 570-286-7746. And do as I've done. Drive a Ford Expedition around. This is uh, it's not quite a luxury vehicle, although I noticed the one that I was driving around was stickered at around 50000 But they had a schmancier one there that was $80,000. Perfect truck if you're doing a lot of towing and hauling and you got a big family, and you got the uh, the uh, miles per gallon standard set nice and low, 16 miles per gallon overall. But it is a class of vehicles for towing large families. And you have to uh, tow a large family, do you? Well, yeah, you have so <laughs> many kids. Wouldn't it be easier to just put them in the vehicle and drive them around s- instead of towing them? Six go in the vehicle and six go on the trailer. Is that how it works? Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's a total of 12. But it's got the infotainment display. 
displays all over the place, uh, forward warning system, collision avoidance, automatic emergency braking, pedestrian detection, uh, and just a, a wide range of safety features uh, built into the Ford Expedition. If you haven't driven one, you're missing it. So sunburymotors.com. Don't want to miss it. So what's going on, brother? Well, there's an interesting story. You know, last month, I, I don't know whether you caught this story. I didn't really see it covered. Maybe you did. Claims made by a black volleyball player from Duke University made national headlines. Do you remember that? Rachel Richardson alleged that a fan from Brigham Young University hurled the N-word and threats at her throughout the entirety of the match between the two schools on August 26th. What? Her in-the-moment allegation led to the immediate removal and permanent ban of the suspected racist, and BYU issued apologies to both Richardson and Duke University. It said the liberal media quickly ate it up. Richardson was featured prominently <laughs> on ABC's Good Morning America and was interviewed about what she claimed to have experienced during the August 30th broadcast. ABC's news correspondent, Janai Norman, said she was really impressed with how the 19-year-old sophomore was handling all of this, to which co-host George Stephanopoulos replied, a lot of grace. ESPN, ABC's sister network, similarly offered uncritical coverage of the saga. Stephen A. Smith shamed BYU for failing to expeditiously address the alleged racist incident, followed by ESPN host and Duke alum Jay Williams he wore a Blue Devil sweatshirt on air in solidarity with Richardson, telling the athlete, hold your head high. CNN went even further with its coverage. Allison Camerota and Victor Blackwell grilled BYU's athletic director, Tom Holmey, for not taking swift action. And weekend actor, actor anchor rather Jim Acosta invited former NAACP President Cornell William Brooks to lambast BYU. Other CNN programs, including New Day and Don Lemon Tonight, dedicated substantial time to the controversy. Only one problem. It wasn't true. Huh. The New York Times... I don't remember this. I did I did not catch it, but I don't listen tons and tons and tons on the weekend. But anyway, go ahead. In the end, however, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Mr. Richardson, who said he grew up in Fort Worth when it was still desegregating, said in the interview in 2022, and we're dealing with 1960s issues, the father also was interviewed by CNN and ABC News. In the end, however, his daughter's claims were false. Lengthy investigations, which involved interviewing eyewitnesses and reviewing security camera footage from the game, concluded that the fan in question was not exhibiting the behavior he was accused of. In fact, BYU issued an apology to him and rescinded his ban. And the media, this is a quote here, the media fail, falls for these fake hoaxes for the obvious reason it plays into the Democratic far-left narrative that this is a racist country, civil rights attorney and Fox News contributor Leo Terrell told Fox News Digital. To the left, the allegation is more important than the facts. The media won't cover the investigation. The media will not cover the fact that the accuser was basically lying. The media will never let facts get in the way of sensational headlines regarding racism, systemic racism, Racism, institutionalized racism. In essence, the media and the Democrats will ignore the ultimate truth and move on to another hoax. Hmm. And they, the story goes on to quote some of the other ones. Tawana Brawley, uh, let's see, there was, uh, oh, uh, Jussie Smollett, 
You know, there have been quite a few oh, of these the where the media just jumps on. Well, no, they jump on immediately. They don't wait for the investigation. And, of course, that young man... Uh, well, you didn't wait for the investigation in that North Dakota incident. You just came out with the information the day the day after it, it happened. Which one was that? Where a supposed uh, Oh, that was liberal true. That's, no, that's a, that story is true. Ran over. Right, but you didn't wait for the rest of the story. In fact, you still don't know anything additionally about it. I'm just saying that's a good example, too, of the same thing, only different. But regardless... The same thing, only different. If it's the same thing, it can't be different. Well, I'm just saying that when that, when that North Dakota thing happened, which was probably you know less than a week or so ago, everybody, you you and some, some media, not widespread, but uh, as we talked about, not mainstream media, but uh, other media talked about the fact that it happened, but we haven't heard anything additionally about it, but you guys came out with your initial informations and nothing everybody else. Rep- everybody reported that story, even... But the problem is that ABC and CBS and the mainstream media media, you know, they didn't play it Only did it because Fox found out. Right. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. That is the that's truth. That's what we determined that day, right? So, I mean, but the stories are true, except this one is not, and some of the other ones are not. Don't you think we in the media deserve some blame for this? Well, and I think we're supposed to be ombudsmen and kind of stay on top of this. Maybe we're not doing our job. You know, maybe ABC needs an um, ombudsman to monitor this if they made such a big deal about it on their morning show. Um, well, so does CNN but we know media is biased. You know, you and I, that's been the premise for 90 shows this year on, on this particular but race relations, channel. You, you and I have discussed race relations on this program many, many times. Don't you think that it, it's inciting racism uh, against uh, white people, if you will, when you report things like this without waiting for the facts to be all brought together and summed up? Just to assume that everybody, that someone is telling the truth when they make a claim well, I th- of racism. I think so, but there's a, a race. Uh, this isn't a good excuse for it, but I'm, there's a race in media to be first. I mean, Fox is, is the same thing. Uh, ABC and CBS try to get things first. Again, you know, whether or not all the facts are out now. But is it true, though? I mean, should we not report on anything until we know everything? That's a good point. That's a very good question. I mean, um, we'd have nothing in the news because we still don't know everything about everything. <laughs> well, no. But on the other hand, is there any attempt to get the other side of the story? Immediately, everybody piles on this guy and believes mm-hmm. the woman that, that he made racist comments well, to her, called her the N-word during the entirety of the match. When a review of the videotape and everything around it proves that he didn't do any of that. You know, so doesn't the media have an obligation to hold someone innocent until they're actually proven guilty? I think the media just reported the facts as they were presented from people who are professionals that are supposed to be uh, telling the truth as they know it. You know, the the school was told this, so they told the media, we have this allegation. They didn't wait until the allegation was fully vetted, but they did accurately tell the media that we have this allegation. Yeah, but there's there's another issue here, and that is that the media piled on Brigham Young University demanding they apologize. Well, those on, are, those are <laughs> commentator conclusions. Those, that's not a factual anchor. You know, it's not a news anchor like me saying, you know, good afternoon, I'm Mark Lawrence, 94KX News. Brigham Young University's got to do more to well, address now, this now issue. Well, you're wrong there. CNN went further with its coverage. Allison Camarada and Victor Blackwell grilled BYU, Brigham Young's athletic director, for not 
not taking swift action. So in other words, they were demanding from him, why did you not take swift action? Well, it turns out that had he taken swift action or the action they wanted, they would have piled on even more against well, this poor guy. Well, those are tough, but see, that's different. There's a difference between an editorial bias and asking a tough question of a source. They're asking a tough question of the president, that, you know, why was this time frame chosen for the information to be released or vetted or whatever? That's what you want us to do, to ask tough questions. You say there's a bias in the media. Well, that's, you know, again, I think we've stipulated on that. But, but Mark, the it question, presupposes that the story was true. In other words, there was no questioning of the story. Well, I am very sure. No alleged in here. This was an absolute, he did it. Right. Well, I think what probably happened, and again, you know, I, I didn't even hear about this when it did happen, <laughs> let alone until you brought this uh, clipping in today from Fox. I think that the idea is that they have reputable te people telling them things that they know to be true, that this woman is accusing this man of doing that. Media is not in charge of the full investigation. They're in charge of reporting the facts as we know them. I think that's pr if you say the tone with that BYU president was that this was necessarily a true incident, it's because the BYU president was saying this is probably a true incident. But what if someone did that to you? What if someone said, Mark Lawrence used the N-word at somebody at a football game. He went to the Sealands Grove Shiklamy football game and used the N-word Saturday night. Right. And, then and immediately Sealands Grove bans you from ever coming onto their property again. You know, someone demands that you be fired from your job at the radio station. And you didn't do any of that. I mean, that's what's so so terrible about this. It's like Jesse Smollett, Tawana Brawley, accusing somebody of something, and they didn't do it. Okay. You know, so I don't know what her motive or her agenda is, but do you think the media will report <laughs> on that? Our good producer says, Mark, at a football game, that's a good one. <laughs> that's news right hey, there. <laughs> sometimes I go and I run equipment to the people who forgot okay. stuff. Okay. Right, well, what would be a... Suppose you're out in the woods and a... A deer comes by and says you call, called him the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I see what you're saying. I, I, you know, I think How do you repair your reputation? Right, right. The, what is it? The truth goes, or a lie the, goes around, around the, the world. world. Before the truth can get his pants right, on. Right, there you go. So Courtesy that's our problem. Winston Churchill. That was not, that, well, that problem wasn't invented by CNN or what was the name of the anchor that that grilled the BYU Allison Camarada right, and Victor the, Blackwell. The, Allison didn't invent that, so... Um, you know, they're they're stuck in the same hole everybody else is, where you have to accept that the things that you're told by people who you've trusted up to now and generally are reputable, that well, they Why would they trust vetted. this young lady? What what about her would make her so trustworthy that they would well, run this story? I don't know story. that they talked to her. I thought they got talked to university officials who well, said some, this is what we're yes, investigating. Yes, but the allegations stem from the girl, not from the university. Gotcha. She's the one who said, this happened to me. All right, so bottom line, the media's bias, right? Well, yeah, but that's easy to blow off. But, I mean, they're, they're, the media has an obligation here to be fair right. and to be balanced. I mean, you, you cannot just report a story and say this absolutely happened, and now we're going to follow up on all the consequences of it. We want to know what you did to this poor guy. You didn't do enough. You, didn't, you weren't doing it fast enough. You know, and again, he didn't do anything We need wrong. a better ombudsman for the world. The lies need a better ombudsman. I mean, that's the general truth. Okay, so... No, but I think what we really need is the media not to go rushing to judgment on a story because it fits their political bias. Stan, what's your view on this? 
Mark, you said we got to trust the people in the news media that tells us stuff because we find them trustworthy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. The news media has been lying to us for years, the mainstream, so why should we trust anything that they say? That's a problem, in my opinion, but I don't trust anything they say. But in this case, it wasn't the media that, that created the story. They just gave it legs. It was well, the that, young lady that, who accused that, uh, unf- accused falsely some poor guy of, of calling her names. Well, that's the problem. And the news media jumps on and just piles on and with before they know any of the facts. Remember the Duke lacrosse team? I don't know how many of the students were booted out of Duke because some stripper accused them of raping her when she went there to a party that they were having. Now, you can you can agree or disagree with what they, she was there for, but it didn't happen, and she later admitted to it. And the DA down there persecuted these guys without any evidence. That's true. I so it, that go, it, it goes on constantly. You know, the Jussie Smollett thing was another prime example. Before any evidence was out there, the news media jumped on and wanted to blame all Trump supporters for being a bunch of racist pigs. And it didn't happen. And who's the one that, I don't know, did he end up in jail or not? I know they were going to throw him in jail, but I don't think he did, did he? I think he did spend some some time there until he got bailed out. I don't think, uh, I think he wound up with community services as final punishment, didn't he? And a fine, (laughs) hefty fine. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, because he was lying. I didn't follow. You know, and and there's another one, uh, uh, a black girl, woman, uh, says that some people threw a lighter fluid on it and threw a, Threw a lighter into her car trying to set her on fire. But there was no evidence of that neither. But that storm was ginned up for a while by the news media. You know, the race baiters out there are getting a little bit ridiculous in this world. And it, and, it, and it's got to end. What, what are they trying to do? Start race wars here? I think that's... Well, I don't know that they're trying to start a race war, but I think they're trying to advance the narrative that, you know, this is a racist country, that it's just if you let a few white people alone, they're inevitably going to start throwing the N-word around and insulting people and trying to harm people of color. The, the, the biggest users of the N-word tend to be the black community, especially in their music. But I guess that's okay because they're calling each other that. That seems to be the narrative. Uh, for Jussie Smollett was sentenced to 30 months of felony probation, including 150 days in jail, and ordered to pay restitution of more than $120,000 and a $25,000 fine. Yeah, because they had a big release party for him when he got out. His remaining friend had a big <laughs> a release party. Friend. Right. Yeah. So, so he got a felony conviction on that. Right. Is that what it is? Felony, felony probation. Felony probation. Well, good. At least at least he got a felony out of it, so he can never purchase a firearm, because I don't want a crazy person like that purchasing a firearm. Well, I mean, all you need, needed to know about that one is that he was walking around with a noose around his neck after he had been apparently set free. The first thing any, lodge, any sane steak? person would do is take the noose off their neck. Didn't he enjoy cheesesteak with the noose around his yeah, neck? Yeah, he, he had a sandwich, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 a Subway sandwich. It never got destroyed when two guys are attacking him in the, in the freezing Chicago middle of the night. When it was like 10 below or 15 below. With bleach. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, We're sorry. supposed to believe that. But that's, that's, you know, that's another old story. So, you know, it doesn't matter. But the, 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 the lies coming out of the mainstream media is a pretty consistent. They continually do it. 
Yeah, everybody, you know, I could say they lied about Trump for years, and we all know they did, because it's been proven that they did. But there are still people that believe those lies. But they didn't lie here. Which is really, really a shame. Stan, they didn't lie here. The media didn't lie. They just accepted as truth what this woman, what this young lady claimed. They didn't. They Without didn't objectively. They didn't objectively report the story. Get the other side of it. You know, did they go after the guy and get his denial? Did they ask the university whether there was video of the of the uh, the well, incident? Did they, did they get this? Typically, the media doesn't get this from the individual accuser. They get it from the people at the university that are the investigators and or police or professors or the athletic department in this particular case. From whom did they get it? If they got it from the woman and she lied, well, then you always, you know, every time somebody calls you in the newsroom, you're like, well, there's certainly a possibility they're telling the truth, but there's certainly the possibility they're not, you know, when you're talking to individuals. But uh, at the same time, did they get it from the university police or did they get it from the woman? Well, it apparently the from the woman. The woman lodged the allegation. So, um, But who told the media? Well, I would suspect that uh, Duke University right. said something to him about about it. So you can't believe anything the university says, basically. But you know, I, well, I th- Duke's reputation look, isn't exactly unsullied in all of this. If you guys feel strongly that this is an example of media bias, which I think you're on uh, safe ground to say that maybe it's covered disproportionately because of uh, media bias, then you know you're going to have to be your own ombudsman to detect this in the future, and at the same time, you know, it wouldn't hurt for ABC to do a reflection on this. It wouldn't hurt for Fox to do a reflection on this. Does, you know, what kind of bias is in their news? What kind of, you know, and of what advantage is that? Uh, and at the same time, you know, journalism schools are going to have to, uh, you know, ramp up their you know, monitoring of this. You know, this, thank, Joe brings us this, and this is good. Thank, we're thankful for somebody monitoring this and saying it's true. But at the same token, think how much bias is uncovered here or how many untrue stories are go, you know, go through unchecked. But anyway, okay, so we have media bias. Stan, well, do you anything? remember the last time a white person well, accused me, someone of color of, of uh, some heinous thing like that and it got national? Attention. Let me give Stan the last word, and then we have to take the break, and then we'll answer Joe's new question. Stan, anything else to add? Yeah, we're splitting hairs. If they're putting false stories out there because they don't take the time to make sure that they're true, they're lying to us. So when we go to, when the state police send us a news release about the arrest of Mark Lawrence for what, what would I do? Well, it was pretty heinous, whatever Yeah, or that heinous crime of <laughs> some media bias. Nobody should report that until they've spoken to me and talked to my attorney. Well, it, no, but you use the words like alleged. Okay, you would now use they, alleged. You put the fact out there that a Duke player accuses blah, blah, blah of using the N-word, and that's where it ends? Gotcha. Okay, that's reporting news. But when they start throwing other stuff in there, like, yeah, this guy did this, and he has been has a history of blah, 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 and they don't have any proof of it, that's lying. Gotcha. All right, thank that, you so there, much, There's Stan. a difference between the two. Right. One is Don't a deliberate think. lie. All right, we got you, Stan. Thank right. you so much, sir. Yep, have a good one. 1-800-795-9565. We could uh, have a speedy dialer get through. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. 
You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Thank you so much, Kevin Hurst, sitting in as our fabulous producer. We appreciate him taking good, 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 good care of us. You know what he should have used? What? Dirty laundry. Okay. Don Henley. <laughs> That's low-hanging fruit <laughs> I for know a it. producer of Kevin's stature. I went a little deeper than yeah, that. I just thought the Thompson twins, you guys are talking about lying. I mean, that, that fits. Anybody right? can do dirty laundry. laundry Come okay, on. well, yeah. I'm sorry. I was, I was going deeper. Okay. We did dirty laundry at our house over the weekend. And there's um, uh, one of our emailers says there's a pile of people that work for the networks that need to be jailed for lying on their tax returns. I'm sure they list journalists as an occupation when they are clearly not. <laughs> Does it, do you get taxed differently depending upon your... No. <laughs> you used to. We used to have a tax around here that was based on your job description. Oh, occupational assessment. So yes. that doesn't exist at all? No, no. They've taken that, gotten rid of that. Okay. Thank goodness. That was ridiculous. Right. Because I remember the word manager was like $400. Well, the manager of a $50 million business and the manager of a, drug, <laughs> of a shoe store <laughs> paid the same tax. Not that there's anything wrong with Not shoe stores. Not that there's anything wrong with that at all, except that they probably don't make as much as the guy running a multi-million dollar business. Right. Well, listen, so, the, prob- anyway. the problem here, you know, I, I ask you, when was the last time you heard of a white person making an allegation of some racist remark against a person of color that made national headlines? Did you ever hear of it, one? Uh, can't think of any offhand, but I'm sure it's happened. So th- this is, you want to know if a white person has ever made an allegation of racism against right. a white person. Uh, no, against and it a made person, national of color, person, of person of color. And it made national news. And the media picked it up and ran with it and interviewed everybody and just assumed that it was telling the exact truth. I can't think of a single incident of that. Hmm. Now, maybe someone out there It turned can. out to be untrue. But I mean, that, that is the media's bias. They're more than willing to accept a story that, that plays into what they believe. They believe we're a racist nation. So someone comes up with a racist story involving people of color being put well, upon your or insulted. example of a black, the, the white person lying would still qualify as a racist nation. Yeah, now, like, look incident. at the lady. I can think of one, uh, my answering my own question. That was that lady in uh, Central Park who accused the black bird watcher of stalking her. And oh, that was flipping out. Yeah. yeah. On yeah, the phone. that 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 was one. Karen, Karen. That's but when we all learned what Karen did. It was picked up because she lied. Had she told the truth, that would be another area. No, we wouldn't have the coverage. No. <laughs> well, that was heavily covered, and it turned out to be a lie. I think that was heavily covered before we knew it was a lie, because it was an incident. Yeah, no, that's it, a it good. It was heavily example. covered because it was a lie. No, I think it was heavily covered because it happened, and then it turned out to be a lie, and it got no, more no, coverage. No. <laughs> I, I think you're wrong there. All right. To, to be continued, folks, this is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. 
Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On The Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe directly across from me and diametrically opposed to all the common sense forward-thinking solutions that I've come up with. He's a stick in the mud. He's a good conservative, mayor of Shemokin Dam and CSVT Task Force Chair. So if you have a question about the roundabout, that's going to be near Mill Road, right? I'm not going to discuss roundabouts with you this morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Are you uninformed? Or I'm ignorant of all. Oh, I, I, that's what I thought. Okay, I'm the only person that seems to know anything. You about know this. it all. All right. One of our good listeners sends a note and says, "Did the media correct this story? I haven't heard any corrections from the media." No, I haven't heard any either. I mean, have you heard Allison Camerata or Don Lemon say, "Gee, we made a terrible well, mistake here, folks. We acted too quickly, too rashly. Shame on us." No, but I didn't even hear the story, so uh, it must have come and gone fast. But maybe well, they I mean, maybe they did do a correction. We would know because we don't listen all the time. I haven't heard one. Well, if Joe hasn't heard it, it didn't (laughs) Didn't happen. happen. Right. But you heard all these allegations when it happened? No. Okay. Well, thank you. I rest my case. Don't (laughs) say another word. That pretty much establishes the volume of news media that Joe actually consumes. Well, you hadn't heard it either. Well, I know. It wasn't a big story. It wasn't a big global story or anything. Obviously, some folks reported on, and they should have done a correction, but we didn't even air it the first time, so we're in no position to say they didn't do a correction. You got it? it. All right. Well, I believe they would report the story if it happened. <laughs> the correction. All right, moving on. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Did they apologize to Mr. San- Nick Sandman? No, they didn't apologize to Nick Sandman. No, but... To they he, didn't announce that they made a mistake. He's going to get a settlement. He sued, wrong. right? He did sue. He a couple sued, of them so. settled with him, but a right, couple so of them still. So that's going to happen at, at some point. Well, the media is perfect. We all know it. So <laughs> if you found a flaw, let's bring it up and talk about it. Well, that's what we're doing here today. Strong winds and heavy rains pummeled the valley last night. About a half an inch of rain fell. Vivid lightning and strong winds did cause some problems. Joe wasn't done doing his outdoor work when the rain fell last evening. First responders said there were numerous branches down on roads and other property. National Weather Service says about 0.45 inches of rain fell at Penn Valley Airport. PPL reported several thousand power outages in Snyder Union or Thelma in Montour County. Just a few individuals still without power this morning. A Sunbury man's dead after a shooting in the city Sunday morning. Sunbury Police Chief Brad Hare says a disturbance was reported outside a bar at 3rd and Raspberry Avenue around 2.30 a.m. Killed Joseph Rice still on the loose. Considered armed and dangerous. Raymond, Randy Easton. Uh, anyone with information asked to call 911. Well, to call the non-emergency number, I guess, would be a better choice. Some lane restrictions start today, where there's soon going to be a new traffic signal on Route 204 in Penn Township, Snyder County. Motorists advise that the lane restrictions start in Penn Township for a road widening and traffic signal project that's part of the CSVT. They'll start with the road repair, pipe replacements, road widening, 
and paving on 204 near the intersection with Mill Road. Motorists can expect single lane conditions with flagging. Work will be done during daylight hours. The intersection will have a new traffic signal installed later this year. It'll be near where there will be a roundabout ah, when the CSPT is finished. Are you happy now? <laughs> yes. All right. Penn Live is reporting. Pennsylvania's Republican candidate for Governor Doug Mastriano is ever encouraging his supporters to walk as free people. He was at an event Saturday that brought about 100 people to the Capitol steps. The event was headlined by Mastriano, one of the original heroes and biggest political success stories of the pandemic pushback movement. Mastriano and his running mate, Lieutenant Governor nominee Carrie Lewis Del Rosso might have touched more people if they spent more time going door to door. <laughs> Mastriano, a retired U.S. Army colonel currently representing Franklin and Adams County in the state Senate, gave his full 30-minute stump speech to a uh, happy band of brothers and sisters, 100 or so folks. Meantime, there's Josh Shapiro in one of the most politically competitive states in the U.S., the Democratic contender for governor, waging a drama-free campaign, betting that a relatively under-the-radar approach will resonate with voters exhausted by a deeply charged political environment. Shapiro faces a test of whether his comparatively low-key style will energize Democrats to rally against Mastriano, who many in the party view as an existential threat. The GOP candidate who worked to keep Donald Trump in power and overturn President Biden's victory in 2020 supports ending abortion rights and would be in a position to appoint the Secretary of State in Pennsylvania who oversees elections. Have you heard any new polling? I mean, Mastriano has always been about 10 points back. <laughs> he's attracting more flies than he is people at his okay. rallies, so I don't know. Yeah, I still think he's going to pull it out somehow. You do? Okay, mm -hmm. well. You could be right, but I don't see how. All right, and finally, NorthCentralPA.com reporting. Wise Markets has launched a new limited edition flavor of its Wise Quality Ice Cream, Pink Peppermint Patty. Ooh. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Pennsylvania Breast Cancer Coalition to support their mission to find a cure. The ice cream will be available starting today. Pennsylvania Breast Cancer Coalition Director of Finance and Administration Tricia Grove and the Community Outreach Coordinator Daniel Yanich visited Wise Markets Ice Cream Plant in Sunbury for a ceremonial first tasting of its limited edition flavor. Quote, Wise Markets has long been committed to supporting causes that advance the health of communities where we live and work, unquote, said Ron Bonacci, Wise Markets Vice President of Marketing and Advertising. We are proud to spotlight the great work of the Pennsylvania Breast Cancer Coalition through the sale of our limited edition pink peppermint patty, Wise Quality Ice Cream. Uh, we're grateful for the support of partners like Wise, she said, Jennifer Pensinger. Hey. Wise has the best vanilla ice cream ever. Oh, not okay. not any of the others. Not vanilla bean. Not vanilla this. Vanilla just that. Vanilla just normal. vanilla. Their okay. vanilla ice cream cannot be beat. All right. Well, guess where they make it? In, in Sunbury. Right. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. One of our good listeners has a suggestion for reporters to follow up. And it's a good one. Until a person is convicted in a court of law, the word alleged must be used when reporting. Otherwise, it's defamation of character. But in this case, they didn't use the man's name. Had they said this was Mark Lawrence uh, shouting mm -hmm, these mm -hmm, obscenities mm -hmm. at this young lady at a BYU-Duke game, mm -hmm. that would have been... Um, um, 
Of course, they all reported Nick Sandman's name, but they didn't report this guy's name. Well, and I think you see, you do see reporters constantly attributing the information to uh, the DA or police or whoever it is when it comes to these things. You don't always hear allegedly anymore, but you hear, like in our stories, our writers tend to say, troopers say, you know, Mark Lawrence is a super great guy and we can prove <laughs> it, and or uh, the arrest papers say... Or or the court documents, say, right. right? So, uh, almost every sentence has an attribution in it. Well, I think if you give an attribution, you're you're clearing yourself, certainly. Right. I mean, that's common sense. But still, it's allegedly a crime until it is a conviction in the court of gotcha. law. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, we get defendants who call us all the time and say, hey, guess what? I didn't do that story. You just said I yeah. stole $90 from the old lady in Sunbury, and uh, I didn't do that. $25. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that, that goes back to your crimes. But uh, inflation has driven up the cost of petty crimes. <laughs> that has, that's what but happened. anyway, but they'll call us and say, that's false information. You know, retract your information. And then when we check it out, guess what? It's true. <laughs> they did it. They stole it. They're accused, and they were lying to us so they could get it off of uh, no. <laughs> get it off their. I know. Can you imagine a criminal lying to no, the media? No, I can't really. Right. But you know, it, it's a problem, though. It, it and this is not the same thing as somebody saying, uh, "I didn't take the twenty-five dollars you accused me of taking." This is a case where they, this young lady made up out a whole cloth a story that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Unless I unless I say Mark Lawrence stole fifty thousand dollars from me, I was carrying in my wallet and he stole my wallet, okay. and I never had fifty thousand dollars. Then well, that would be roughly equivalent. Maybe there is a lesson to be learned from this, and maybe eventually we'll all be perfect at this. You it's know. Not a matter of being perfect. It's a matter of being. Why not? It's a matter of, of good reporting. Right. If you if you get a story and there's something more to it. In other words, we we live in this age now where we we report by handout, news media handout. Somebody sends you a press release. You cover the press release. You just read a press release about Wise ice cream. You didn't personally go to the plant and watch the taste test nope. and sample the ice cream, did you? Nope. And no. you don't even know if this event happened. You're <laughs> assuming it happened because Wise Market well, sent North you the Central story. Well, NorthCentralPA.com is pretty okay. reliable. Okay, but you didn't personally nope. verify it. Nope. Okay. Didn't so, go there. But <laughs> Dennis Curtin never called us. <laughs> well, I mean, if Dennis wanted me to come over and sample ice cream, I'd be the first I one there. <laughs> ditto. <laughs> but seriously, that's the Are problem. Are you listening, Dennis? <laughs> right. Send us some ice cream. <laughs> Make it mine vanilla. <laughs> All right, we have a call. Pink peppermint patty, if you have it. All right, I got to tell folks an important message. Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. Uh, check out their good business at sunburymotors.com. Uh, call us now, 1 800 795 We're talking about media bias. A, uh, not only did the, the lie get around the world before the truth got its pants on, but the news media covered the lie extensively and didn't cover the truth when it finally got dressed. 1 800 795 Six five is our telephone number. Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning, guys. You know, uh, most, what I call most of the mainstream news media, they're no better than the old-fashioned tabloid journalists. They, and the way they reported things, they didn't get the facts. They reported things as truth, and people bought into it. And that's what I call most of the main, mainstream media, and not you people at WKOK. I'm not calling you that, but you're involved somewhat with CBS, <laughs> and I know you have Chuck Todd on, which he's a complete <laughs> tabloid journalist. 
Well, you'd be better off with Shannon Brand on Fox. She's very unbiased. With you can't tell where she is, it, who she's for, but she just presents the facts. So maybe I'm not telling you what to do, but she does run a good unbiased program Sunday morning. But uh, anyway, with race, they paint. Because I'm white, Trump's white, Mastriana's white, they automatically paint you, if you're conservative, as a racist. That's the narrative of the mainstream media. And by the way, public television, public radio is somewhat even worse than than some of the other media. I used to listen a lot to public TV, public radio, they're so biased that they're worse, you know, with this paint, every every white person as a racist, that, that's a conservative. Now, if you're a liberal and you're white, you're black, according to them. You're not a racist. If you're a liberal, especially a left-leaning liberal, then you're actually black. If you're even if you're white, the way they, <laughs> the way they, if you know what I'm getting at, I don't, maybe you don't. No, I'm I not certain I do, Dan. What are you getting at? What? Because you you uh, you uh, defend the black every narrative that the black news that hey, uh, that the liberal news puts on, and you're white, that makes you black because you. You identify with what they're saying, and you go along with it. That way, you're white, but you're you're highly intelligent because you go along with the liberal narrative. Therefore, in your heart, you're black. If maybe you get it now, maybe not. Well, and I think you're you're making some good points as you always do. And I think in this particular case, you have people that are kind of. I don't want to say sort of not on their guard to look for bias. You know, if you were listening to that Good Morning America broadcast when he was talking about the BYU, when they were talking about that BYU incident, you may not think to yourself, geez, well, let, let me think back here. What if this whole incident is false? Or what if the university's lying for some reason? You know, you really have to have your media scrutiny up all the time. But don't you think it's it's the bias of the reporters, too? This, oh, man, this is, this is, this is exactly had to be what happened because because this is what I believe. Right, and then I believe it, that this and is a it bad manifests country. itself with a lack of thoroughness. Well, why investigate a story that you already believe has to be true because it fits your preconceived notion of how this country behaves? <laughs> well, okay. Why do any more? You know, it's in front of you, it's red meat, right. and you're chewing on we it. We know that traffic accidents are bad, so we'll give it a negative tone. It was a violent, unnecessary crash. Actually, all, all crashes, I guess, are unnecessary, but no. anyway. But I'm, uh, can you think of an incident, Dan, where a, a, a white person has accused a person of color of, of uh, insulting them racially? And it made national headlines? And not offhand, <laughs> not offhand, I can't, Joe. There might have been, but I can't remember any. And personally, if the media, they, they don't even care too much if it isn't true. I don't think they even want to know if it's true, if it meets their narrative. 
that it's a white person being prejudiced, I think they're going to run with it because this is what they want. And how many times have I said that's exactly what they want to do, divide. They're not out to, for unity. They're out to divide American culture. If they can get us fighting and hating each other, they've accomplished what they want. They want a Marxist culture in America. And I, I, I think a lot of some listeners you have know it's true. Other ones just don't see that, that America's fundamentally trying to be changed. They're trying to change us into a Marxist culture because we're the one of the few free, truly free people in the world, and we are losing some of our freedoms, but well. we're still the only best place to live in the world. And if we weren't, if we were so racist and biased as the media says, we wouldn't be getting, now it's two million people coming across the border so far this year, two million. So we, we can't be the most racist people in the world. We must be the best. But here's what I wonder. everyone's trying to get here. Here's what I wonder, Dan. What, what did this young lady expect to gain from this? Yeah, I don't I, see anything I, obvious that she expected to gain. Maybe she planned to sue the university. Well, but see, you, you need truth in order to win a suit, so it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a civil suit because without... That's what I mean. What Proof did she, of truth or what witnesses she expect, or something. What did she expect to gain? Maybe she played poorly and she was using that as an excuse. I don't know. I think sometimes the, the media gets a hold of these stories and they push the person even more into saying more things. And <laughs> they get a lot of attention. The lie who, grows. Who doesn't want attention? And they get the national attention and it goes to their head. What I think a lot of these, what happens with that kind of journalism. It's funny how uh, conservatives are very much against the media not reporting the truth, but they all buy into the big lie. I mean, one individual has perpetrated an enormous lie, and all, all you MAGA people love it and think it's all true, but it's all based on false information. I don't buy into the bias not, not lie you, uh, just conservative the election. People. Right, just conservatives I don't buy in into that, Joe, or Mark. Mark yeah. Biden won the election. I don't buy into the big lie. Gotcha, okay. That's the big lie, Mark. Biden won. <laughs> yeah, Biden won. I don't specifically you mean know, you. Last night, Trump had a rally in Wilmington, I saw North that. Carolina. He had 13,000. Does that look like a loser to you? Does that look like a winner? Biden gets his hundreds. I no, did watch it, it last lucky. night for about... We do know what it looked like to Hillary Clinton. She said it looked like a Nazi rally. Yeah, it's, it yeah, was well, pretty bad. She's, uh, we know who the Nazi is. We know that right now. We don't need a wonder. Who is what it? they want Nazism in the culture, as I said many times, Master Marxism, Arno, I think. the left is always trying to get Marxism 
in this culture. Well, there's a big difference between <laughs> Marxism and fascism. You have to pick one. You can have yeah. either fascist, they're, but you have to select. They're pretty much opposed to each other. <laughs> well, you it ends up one. the same thing. You're being controlled. It, 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 that's what they want, control over over us. Versus we don't freedom. Deserve eat. I don't deserve that steak I had Friday night. I don't deserve that. I should be eating beans and a little hunk of pork. And rice. Pork fat. <laughs> be happy. We have it too good in America, right. and that's what they oppose. The best country in the world. Well, Amen. You, right. you, this is the only place I'd ever want to live. And personally, in central Pennsylvania. We have the too. best country in the world, but we don't. We have too much alcohol, too much social media. Oh, yeah. Too we, much political division. But other than we that, have, perfect. Yeah, we, uh, we have such an abundance in this country that the abundance gets in the road of common sense. We live so good. We forget our maker. We forget our Lord. We forget why we're here. And that's our problem. All right, we've got to hit the road, Dan. Thanks, Thank Dan. you. Thank you, sir. Hey, you guys have a great you day. Too. Great Take conversation. Care. Thank you, sir. All right, 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners says this. Here's the bottom line. It's called professional ethics, and the press has none. All right. We'll take a quick break. We would invite you to contact us. Today we happen to be talking, I guess, uh, it isn't really even media bias. It's just a lack of responsibility or vetting on the part of a media. In Joe's view, uh, are, are the media questioning previously uh, great upon good sources like university police or university officials? Or is this a, a case of media saying, well, I don't have to question them. I have a bias that says they're no. probably telling the truth. We're looking for the facts. Look at this. You know, we talk about divide. What divides us? Look at Hillary calling us Republicans Nazis. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, did she say that? All right. And what, she what? said that Trump's rally looked like a Nazi rally. Oh, brother. No, it did. <laughs> did you see it? It is crazy. He's really whooping up this crowd. He's ginning up the crowd with... Uh, Fascist statements. Yeah, I, I think she's right. She's 100% what right. What was the fascist statement? No, no I don't even remember. I wasn't even paying attention. But anyway, 1 800 795 But you know it was a fascist statement. Well, you weren't paying any attention. I'll go back. But you know. I'll, I'll back this up tomorrow. I'll, I'll go back and watch it again. We've got a half an hour left in the program. Back it up today. <laughs> okay. All right. I have to go back up, folks. I'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is the Pink Peppermint Patty song from Peanuts. 
All right, we have Dennis on the line. We're going to assume it's not Dennis Curtin from Wise Marcus. Offering us ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) We'll assume that it's our good conservative listener, Dennis. Good morning, Dennis. Yes. Good morning, guys. I was watching that rally the other night, and as soon as Trump made a reference to God and Scripture, and as soon as he did, many of them raised, as you see at a lot of evangelical events and other Christian events, their index finger, and they raised it like pointing to God, pointing to heaven. I says, oh, I'm sure someone's going to misconstrue this as the wrong symbol. And that's exactly what that was. But, you know, how she can misconstrue pointing to heaven and not straight out with the, you know, the hand like the Nazis is beyond me. But who, misconstru- again, who misconstrued it? Well, apparently Hillary did. Hillary. Oh, oh Hillary. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Okay. Hillary, yeah, she's saying it was, it was looked like a fascist Nazi. And I'm like, what? Oh, that okay symbol they do. No, no, she and was talking about, he's pointing about your right. index finger. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm pointing to heaven or pointing to God, and that's what it was. Then they read many of the crowd, not the, all the crowd, but many of the crowd reacted to what he said scripturally. You know, and I, but my first reaction was, oh, this is going to get misconstrued immediately, and it obviously, <laughs> well, no, and Hillary, it was done on purpose, not by accident. But anyway, talking about truth and and, and reporting. Remember uh, when this whole thing started about ivermectin. And everybody got a laugh out of, oh, it's horse medicine, and it's all for, <laughs> you know, deworming horses and stuff. I listened, and I won't mention the radio station this time, but I listened to an hour-long podcast from a different radio station what? last night, driving home. <laughs> and they, they had so many conferences now and everything, they have proven right along that the ivermectin could have saved thousands of lives. They said they used this for years, in like Africa, there's a thing called river blindness from a parasite, which immediately cured the people that took it in Africa. And you know, and I'm not going to mention the pharmaceutical company for a libel here, but the pharmaceutical company that developed the ivermectin won the Nobel Prize for peace for the fact that this was developed that saved so many lives. And they also sent out 90 billion, with a B, billion doses around the world during this and when it was reported that india was using it everyone started screaming fake news fake news and it wasn't there this dr corey and and a whole group of doctors said we had no political basis to this this whole thing was turned on us as political he said it was big pharma who was fighting back because something that's easy and inexpensive and has done the side effect wonders with it you know, was put down because they couldn't make a lot of money on it. And I mean, to me, it sounded like a very legitimate argument and the statistics coming in around the world. But there again, is it truth in reporting or not, you know? But wasn't it a laugh at one point? Everybody was saying, oh, horse medicine. Oh, oh I did. Joe and I did not have a good laugh <laughs> I on did. this. We were in hysterics. <laughs> it was yeah, terrible. I, Oh, I remember that, but I'm not trying to point fingers at you. Well, no, that's fine. Point your finger. We deserve it on that <laughs> right. one. But, you know, well, it's still, it still hasn't been proven that it did anything. I'm no, I don't think that's true, Joe. No, I think it is proven that it is helpful it, under the right circumstances on humans. Really? In it, yeah. I, and saw said, I don't know about COVID. That said it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know about COVID. Okay, well, yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't have any efficacy at all, but not for COVID it doesn't. Well, not according to this podcast, that was all based on the COVID, and they, and they were proven it when they were allowed 
he was so squashed as Dr. Corey that they wouldn't let him even write prescriptions for it. But yet, well, around you... that, it started the flood. People were writing prescriptions in Italy and everywhere else. And when they pulled this together at a conference, they saw the lives that were turned around in no time from it. So, well, did you happen now, to I'm see, thinking... Dennis, did you happen to see the story that was in Penn Live over the weekend about UPMC uh, continuing a lawsuit from a woman who, uh, her husband, I guess, or had uh, tried everything else, and he was very ill from COVID, and she went to court and got a court order making UPMC in Harrisburg give him ivermectin. He died mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, well, I... But it's like everything else. It's not a cure-all. That's 90% of your body, and you go for treatment at the last minute. And, you know, can you reverse damage that's already done, you know, from a medical viewpoint? But the statistics are coming in now worldwide from all these countries that, yes, the ivermectin was beneficial in many, many circumstances. So now I'm taking this from this podcast, from this Dr. Corey and from a reputable you know, it wasn't like a crazy far-out station that was listening to. Gotcha. All right, we got you. So, Thank you so much, Dennis. Good information. Right, Define much, a much crazy yeah. far-out station, just so I know what would listen, what not 94 to listen 94KX. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of our listeners says, I'm not saying this is what happened, but it's possible. Possible. This volleyball player actually believes what she claimed happened. All right, well, it's possible. Right, sort of a mental health breakdown yeah, kind of situation. possible. You know, they always say that. Anything is possible. Another listener says, a candidate demanding government accountability is not a fascist, but a candidate demanding ever more government involvement in everyone else's life is. Really? I think that would be a socialist. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> then, uh, Moving on. When is the Shapiro, As Dan said, they both want to control your life. Yeah. When is the Shapiro-Mastriano debate taking place? <laughs> or there will be no debate. A lot of Democratic candidates refuse to debate their opponents. Well, Shapiro is more than willing to debate. The difference has been that he and Mas- Mastriano insists upon getting the first choice as to who the moderator right, will be. Right. But this, uh, this is on both of them. I mean, Shapiro is definitely more willing than Mastriano is, but Mastriano is drawing the line that it has to be a conservative co-host that, or um, moderator that he selects and so on. So he's in the wrong there, and Shapiro's in the wrong. Look, Joe, if if you were to enjoy a debate with a liberal, biased moderator, could you still get your points across? Yes, Absolutely. Shapiro should they, say they're yes. They're not going to cut you off. You're going to give you a certain amount so of time to answer your question. I think they're both... 100% at fault. No, I <laughs> or think it's Mastriano 50%. that doesn't want to answer tough questions Well, that is true, media. but see, everybody knows that about him, so th- that's not new information. What could be new is what are his stances? You know, everybody says he's so extreme. I'd rather see him in a biased debate talking about his extreme views versus not, you know, hearing them. Fortunately, there's enough snippets and clippets and bits and pieces of what he says in church basements and so on that everybody's learning more about him now. Did you see the George Will article was in the Washington no, Post about not. it? Oh, yeah. could Check it out. It's, it's all about Mastriano and how dangerous he really is. So George cr- Will cr- has lost his conservative credentials a while no, back. Well, <laughs> no. He's, yeah, it, well, I don't even know how to describe him, but it's, it's very logical how he walks you through different scenarios 
scenarios, if Mastriano gets elected, we're in deep, deep, deep trouble. Really? And I think, yeah. Gee, what, what's well, he going to do? The first element is the best, where he talks about the fact that he's going to appoint the Secretary of State, who will be in lockstep with him, and elections will never be the same. Of course, everybody will have to re-register. So, like my father's been registered for 70-some years, will have to re-register, go to the polls, no mail-in or absentee re-registering. You actually have to go there. And of course, so he's going to eliminate the absentee ballot altogether? No, I don't think so. I think you'll still have absentee ballots, but you won't. You'll have to re-register. You know, like you are registered for the next election. You have to, everybody. He'll purge every registry and then uh, make everybody else re-register. I heard him call for that. Ah, uh, yeah. He, it's one of his church basement promises. If elected, <laughs> church basement. Okay. yeah. Read the look. Washington Post. George Will, and it's uh, it's it was out either yesterday. Every or today. time I try to read a Washington Post story, they want to sell me a subscription, and I'm not interested. All right. Well, there's a man in the building who has a Washington Post subscription, and he'll gladly send it to you. He keeps sending me links to stories I can't read. Oh, okay. Well, that's not right. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Hold on, Tom. You are next up. Stand by. It. <laughs> it came through. I gifted Joe a Washington Post article. So Boy, can, there's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I can give you 10 <laughs> gifts per month or per year or whatever. Oh, so just I'll send that thanks, to you. but no thanks. I'll read this <laughs> gift you gave me. But <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom's been waiting patiently. Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, when it comes to uh, media bias... This show doesn't take a back seat to anybody. <laughs> and how uh, do you, I mean, we don't uh, give editorials here. We give opinions. Joe who, Joe, who argues with everybody, everybody like me that calls up, he argues with. But then when somebody like Dan calls up, who I don't know has the strangest ideas, I don't. I think sometimes Dale makes more sense than Dan. And, and Joe says, "Well, that's a good point." Well, Dan makes a lot of good points. We both have said that. We both have argued oh, with Dan. Yeah, we bo- sure. We'd argued with you. You're making bad points now, so I'm going to argue with you. Are you no, liberal I'm, or conservative? I'm not making a bad point. I'm making a good point. In your opinion. <laughs> it's there, there's a difference, though, and what you're missing here, Tom, is we're not reporting this as news. It's clearly labeled as an opinion program, and we're entitled to do that. I'm entitled to give my opinion and argue with you when you call in. That's what this show's all about. Yeah, but the problem is, is, you, is, you, is this show argues with all liberal points of view and anything that's conservative point of view. Have well, you that's heard, a good point. Have you heard well, that's me a take good point. To, You'll constantly argue with Chris. Anybody like calls up like me, you're going to argue with us. Have you heard me take and, and, conservatives and Friday, apart? Fridays is unbearable. I mean, Mark Mark is afraid of Ben when Ben gets on here on a Friday. <laughs> this is true statement. It's over for for, for Mark because ben, Mark agrees with everything he says. Well, I think no, if, that is if not ben true. I don't agree with that. Now, come on. Plus eighty nine was six thousand and forty five. Mark would say, you're right, Ben, I agree with you. That's a good point. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's really, I mean, it's Fridays, I mean, I mean, you've got a group there, Mark. I mean, it's pitiful. I think, Fridays uh, is pitiful well, with you and Ben. That certainly is sound advice, but your example is flawed. But in any event, that's fine. That, but see, that's the bias of your, your hearing, hearing things incorrectly. No, it's not my oh, bias yeah, in my it's, hearing. It's, it's a fact. <laughs> oh, but Ben but you runs your show on a Friday. There's okay. no... 
There's gotcha. no question about who runs this show on Friday. All right, well, let, me, let me go back to something you said a moment ago. I have t- consistently argued with conservatives when they call in, in this program if oh. I think they're wrong. And you, if you don't, if you haven't heard that, you're not paying attention. No, you don't, Joe. Well, you, you, agree. you never you hardly agree. find them wrong because that's few and far between if it happens. I've argued with Dan many times. I've argued with oh, Joseph. Yeah. I've argued with a lot of people who called in yeah, if well, I think you're I, wrong. It's few and far between. It's probably like... Ninety <laughs> percent arguing with me and Chris okay. and other people. Well, I will. I won't argue that point 10% with you. And ten percent with with Dan and he's uh, and Stan. But uh, let me he ask you this a question: lot of Crazy ideas. He calls every every day. I think he waits till a quarter after eight to call beyond first. So, do you think this program would be a lot better if all we allowed was liberal callers and we all agreed this with them? This program would be a lot better. There's a lot more people that 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 call and get into a. Uh, good conversations when Steve is on. When Ben is on, I can tell you, there's been like two, the last two weeks, there's only been about five calls when Ben was on. When Ben was on with, oh my God, who did they put Ben on? They put Ben on with some other guy. They put Ben on with uh, um, John Shipman. <laughs> put, put, uh, Put Steve on with with somebody. Uh, with, put Steve on with uh, some liberal, that woman that you get, and then send, and have some shows. Okay. Anything else, Tom? <laughs> You're putting two people of these all these liberals together or uh, conservatives together, but you won't do it the other way. That's not true. At one point, we had two oh, liberals. Oh, it is true. You can deny it all you want. Well, ahead, At one Jim. point, we had two liberals doing this show, and it didn't really work very well. And then we went back to a liberal and a conservative. And that works. Whether you like it or not, that works. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. Mark, Mark and Ben do not work. I right. guarantee you, Mark and Ben do not work. <laughs> Thank you. And you and and you two don't work very good together because Mark is no liberal. Well, we're stuck together, so you're you, going to have to get used work. to it. Joe and I are works, stuck together. Work. We're all, the only two people that are willing to do this show, so we're stuck. All right. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for calling in. No right. criticism. We can always count on you to tell us how bad we are. Thank right. you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are awful, but I love being on the show. All right. We'll be right back. we got two callers lined up, and that'll wrap up the show. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf.
Uh, one of our listeners sends us a note telling us to do something I don't want them to do. One of our good listeners, Dave, says there's something called a volume button on the radio. Tom, turn your all the way to the left, <laughs> says Dave. No, we want everybody to listen. We want media criticism well, of our show. Tom's pretty far to the left. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the tuning dial, though. Right. Oh, so, okay. yeah, everybody keep listening and send me any criticisms you may have anytime. We'll take them. Uh, Chris, you're on the Where mark. should I start? Uh, <laughs> not <laughs> <Thank> you. you. <laughs> It's not universal. <laughs> My bid, Kevin will do another hour. Anyway, go ahead, Chris. Well, I'd say Joe inconsistently argues with uh, right-wing callers. That's your perception? And much Noted. more so than he used to. Okay. And not that his arguments are inconsistent necessarily, but... Well, that's because the right-wing <laughs> yeah. has gotten more extreme. It could be. Uh... And the 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 finger hand waving that the Trump thing was during a Q-like theme song, apparently, and also a lot of them were holding the index finger and the little finger up, which apparently is a Q thing too. Yeah. Some were doing the one finger Christian God and God's up there somewhere finger routine. Well, I think it was John Stewart did a uh, a rally that was led by Hitler and a rabbit rally that was led by Trump. You know, juxtaposing them one than another and flipping back and forth. They're the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same sh- type of shtick and the I same think, type uh, of rhetoric. Trump's more like Mussolini than Hitler. Ah, right? okay. Other than that, all. yeah, I wouldn't say I've seen that lately. Joe, you agree with that? Uh yeah. As a matter of fact, I would say that. Strutting, <laughs> if you're talking about strutting and the egomania, the strutting yes. Strutting his style, his mm-hmm. sideward pose, and the look with snobby sort of look, looking down. Yeah, no. Stuff. With ridiculously devoted followers. I, I mean, you could draw the physical comparison and the mannerism comparison. I don't think the philosophy is the same, but I agree with Chris on the other two. And uh, last night on, uh, on, on The Simpsons, there was a thing that uh, sort of went on about conspiracy theories in a way, but uh, Homer says, somebody tells Homer to tell the truth, that he knows something that contradicts the general crazy belief that's on the show, and he says, truth, truth, truth isn't truth any, truth, the truth these days is more like I punch you're willing to die for. Hmm. And I think that sums up a lot of things going on in the the right-wing world quite a bit. Uh, There's there's a lot of... uh, I believe it in my heart, even though I have no evidence. Right. Firmly held myths, I call them. Yes. (laughs) There's a lot of that I have a firmly held myth. Yeah. And if you're judging the racism of a country, I don't think that's a symmetrical way to do it. Uh, uh, The white and black thing, I would say more, uh, look who's getting uh, dragged from behind pickup trucks and shot down for jogging through town is much more uh, indicative of where the racism is. And phones have changed that a lot. There are a lot of white women who have accused black or Puerto Rican or Hispanic people 
of crimes when that they did themselves. I think there was a drowning in the children in Florida. There was a Michigan woman who uh, was supposedly kidnapped for several days, and that went on for two years because they were blonde women who uh, that that one did because it's a blonde woman and a and a Puerto Rican uh, accusation. And that was took about a year and a half before that truth got settled out. Well, and Chris, you know, Joe brought this in today, but I have consistently said the media should have an ombudsman looking at their bias, that people should offer more scrutiny of what they hear, that the media should examine their bias, that we should all question truth, that people need to question what they hear. You know, that's my point on this. I'm not defending the media. I'm saying that the, you know, pe- this is a, these are perfect example of, of we should all question what's happening. Well, I think the mainstream media, for the most part, does have ombudsmen on their uh, newspaper staffs and people who look into things like that. And Do they? Then how yes. come they didn't identify that this story was false? Uh, well, first of all, it only happened oh, at geez. the end of August. Chris, another couple seconds. Right? Go ahead and wrap up. we it got another August caller. August 28th. That was the game. All right. Chris, another couple seconds. Go ahead and wrap up. We have another call. And also, the, there's a lack of... You, it's hard to prove a negative on that particular story. Duke is supposedly still standing by their students. Duke, okay. All right, we got you, sir. Thank you so much for calling in. Yep, that's o- always, always, always appreciate that's it. surprising, given the uh, preponderance of evidence that shows it didn't happen. <laughs> Dick, you're on the mark. Well, Chris kind of stole a little bit, and so did uh, Tom... Uh, my point in down in Georgia, the three guys that killed Aubrey. Basically, what they did is they shot him, and then they claimed uh, then they claimed the self defense of a sort of like racism in a sense. Uh, you know, he they had somebody that was actually maybe going through their buildings, and they and they just it was a black guy, so they just assumed it was him, and and basically that that didn't hold up at all in, in court at all, and so they shot him, and then they used then they used the racism kind of like as their defense. And the other thing I wanted to talk uh, is uh, Tom called, said about Ben, and I made this point when I went to Canada. I, I, in an hour and a half, he had five calls a day that I was going up there, and I kind of counted them because I knew everybody. Actually, I listened enough. I knew everybody that called. And, I, and, and also on Friday when he was on with Mark, the, late, the, the girl that had some kind of background in psychology tried to make her points and points and points, and then he came along and said, you just don't understand it, which is his common comeback. Nobody understands anything but Ben. <laughs> if you remember, Mark, that's exactly what he said to her, and she actually had some kind of a background in psychology. I don't know what I don't know that his is, and she and he basically didn't agree with her. So he said, "You just don't understand the situation." That's his common thing. Well, he's not on on Friday, so you guys will all get a break. Well, listen, I can. I, you're gonna. You're not gonna get rid of him, and, and he and he's he can think what he wants. But basically, everybody that calls in isn't a complete idiot, and, and you know, there are people that know stuff besides Ben Likely. I guess that's my point. Okay. okay. All right. We got you, sir. Thank you. Thanks. Thank Dick. Well, I think we're out of time. I think so, too. Dick castigating us took us to the end of the program. <laughs> mostly me and mostly Ben. Well, okay. <laughs> But not so much you. Anyway, one of our good I'm listeners says, uh, you read the George Will article. What did you think? Oh, I still haven't finished it. Okay. It was rather lengthy. One of our good listeners says, George Will is a fool given an elevated position he doesn't deserve. All right. We'll okay. talk about that tomorrow. Go to the Washington Post. You can read one article for free, I think. This is WKOK Sunbury.